It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boomus Rusty. Boomus Rusty. Boomus Rusty. There it is. One of the times it's going to work. I'm just going to know where it is and know how high I can go without clipping out. Welcome to the, jeez, oh, I almost said a different word, the podcast, the public access podcast here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. I'm your host, Rusty Diamond. It's a production of Stoner Eats, too, so you'll get that at the end. Anyhow, you guys, this is my second podcast today, second of three. I got another one coming up a little later, so you guys are going to have plenty to listen to. And you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm just going to get my guest come on here right now because we're going to go. We're just going. I have a special guest today. I have a special guest. I have three special guests today. Uh, this is my special guest number two, right here, right now. It's Gregorio Lewis. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks, Rusty. How are you doing, my friend? Man, great. It's Monday. That means it's good. Uh, Mondays are always nice. I like Mondays. Mondays um, are Mondays are great. F yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good way. There's too many people that just can't do the Mondays, and eh, that's not me. That's not me. Sunday, Sunday mornings became my favorite time for a while, just as far as having a place to my like a lot of people busy doing other things. Um that was kind of nice. I lived in Salt Lake City for a little bit, so Monday mornings were pretty dead around town. Um, that was cool. But Monday mornings, I, I like it. I can get up and get going and have everyone uh, already have hours and hours before anyone else starts their day. So um, so let's see. So you're in Mexico right now. That's um, correct. Yep. Where Whereabouts in Mexico? Let's just say I'm a few hours south of Mexico City. Cool. Okay. All right. That sounds like a good place. Um, yeah, I mean, Mexico, it's, I don't know. I was looking at going there uh, as well. But, um, yeah, work, work took me out this way. So, um, it's, yeah, there's a, a lot to it. There's a lot to Mexico. and. So now that you're down there, what's what's your, your favorite thing to do while you're down there? I do the same thing every day, usually, which is hang out, feed my cats, water my rose plants, go for a walk to the center, eat my lunch at the Mercado, talk to people, hang out, walk around, eat lunch, and repeat. That's what I do every day until I go to bed. And uh, then sometimes I talk to people like yourself. So my favorite thing that I do is, I think almost everything that I do. 
that's the best thing to do. If everything you do is your favorite thing to do, that's that ain't too bad at all, right there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good uh, if you uh, lose everything in your life and you have to start over. You might as well find a degree of happiness to focus on. And if little things make you feel okay in the moment, then sometimes that's good enough, right? Right. And yeah, that's it's always a start. It's always a start, and that can lead to open up many more doors. Once that that first one's cracked a little bit, you can uh, break through to to wherever you want to be or wherever you can be, wherever you get to be. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to make a decision: are you going to be happy, or are you going to be miserable? And really, it's your choice, no matter what happened to you or is happening to you, sort of. Uh, you can still choose to do whatever you want, be whoever you want, and then find a way. That's really the bottom line. That's it. Just, yeah, it's uh, it's not a bad way to go. It's not a bad way to go. And, you know, having uh, having some, you know, new people, new people to meet, new people to be around, new experiences, keeping something constant. Um. A new constant's always always nice. Yeah, Mexico is a constant adventure because so much is the same, but it's always a little different. It's like remarkable that every day can be a huge adventure that you don't know what you're going to do when you start the day and what you're going to see or what's going to happen or what you're going to eat, but it's always going to be a new adventure if you just go outside and do stuff. Pretty cool. For me, yeah, yeah, a little different than yeah, being uh, inside all the time. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta get out if you want to see something new. Well, I know? would be, yeah, I would be really unhappy living in the United States, and I know that. So it's a toss-up. I mean, I came here with nothing, so I don't know how to do a lot of things, and I had to learn Spanish from scratch and all this. But coming from a place where I knew how to do stuff, and I could make things happen, and I could speak easily with others. Uh, I still choose this, so that tells you something. Yeah, and I mean, the best way to learn a language is to, you know, become immersed in it and just, you know, you might not learn everything right away, but you're going to pick up on some things and pick it up a lot faster than, you know, sitting in a classroom learning Spanish uh, like I did in ninth and 10th grade, and I remember you know, more about what I, you know, from what I learned from my friends, you know, working in my 20s and stuff, uh, learned a lot more Spanish that way than I learned that, but still, like, not a whole lot. I I learned a lot of Spanish, almost all my Spanish on the street with my friends, and I speak Spanish really badly. I mean, that has lots, there's lots of reasons why that's the case. Sometimes uh, people criticize me because they don't understand there are reasons why I have trouble with learning. It's a pretty complex situation I come from that I'm surviving. So most people say, oh my God, you speak Spanish so well. I'm like, oh my God, no, I don't. Then some people say, you lived here for four years. Why didn't you speak Spanish well? I'm just like, well, you want to know the story? Do you want to understand me? Or you want to just be like most people who are super cool and like are grateful that like some crazy person showed up and like he's trying his best to assimilate and like understand to be part of community. So what's more important that I can speak this this language like fluently 
or that like I can speak with my heart. I can connect with you guys all with what on what matters. What's that food? I want to try. I want to taste that. What does that say? What is that's really how you connect with people, regardless of being able to speak the same language. And I, I really, I know that I know the value of that. So I'm going to continue doing that. So uh, assimilate versus diversity. So when when you're in Mexico, uh, I, I I would say Mexico, but I, it sounds really insincere. It's like me calling someone sir or ma'am. If I say Mexico, but I mean, I mean, Mexico, but I, yeah, I yeah. say Mexico or it'd be like saying Hawaii, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, I try, but it sounds it's okay, terrible. Brother. These are my people now. So, you know, I need to show respect to them. I'm going to do it. I mean, I say Mexico all the time, but you know, it's Mexico. Yeah. yeah it's okay. So, so you, you feel there that, uh, assimilating to their culture and their ways is more because because i don't know because like up here it, it seems to be kind of the opposite uh where it's more you everyone around in the states caters more tries to cater more to someone else's culture where in mexico everyone kind of wants to you know be able to just be somewhat be be part of the the family and it's yeah i'm yeah from where i've been there i mean tourist towns not tourist towns i've had everyone just kind of seems nice people are nice here uh, a, a lot of people are really nice and when people get to know me i mean i came here with nothing i was alone i was in a state of psycho a state of psychological shock uh I mean, it was a traumatic, traumatic set of circumstances. So everyone, like I live in an isolated town. So yes, on the weekends, we have lots of visitors. But on the week weekdays, it's quiet. I mean, there's kids at the school playing right now. But I can walk on the street and I'm not, I can, sometimes I'll just be surrounded by two or three other people. But on the weekends, it could be thousands. So uh, this is my community. And every day, just being around people who accepted me, who tried to read me or understand me and they saw how I was with them. Yeah, I, I clearly was not a rich gringo moving to Mexico with all their money to like exploit and uh, for whatever reason, to start their new life for whatever reason. I wasn't coming from a place, obviously to most people, especially after they got to know me a little bit, I wasn't coming, of a, coming from a place that here's another uh, invader. I mean, I was coming from a place of, I need a place to be safe. And uh, this is a good place. So if you let me be a community member, you know, I'll do my best to like be kind, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to support your little, uh, your, 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 your tiendas and I'm going to eat your food and I'm going to be with you because I have to be somewhere and might as well be with people who are kind, who have good food who like when you give them money for things like food, like anywhere in the world, people who have exchanges and communities, except here, I just look different than a lot of people. And, uh, but there's a lot of people here who are from the States and all over the world. Um, but there's a difference between a foreigner who comes here for their like uh, spiritual adventures and their resort stuff with their money and stay in the fancy places than people who actually become 
part of the community. And so with great pleasure, with great pleasure, I am part of communities. And uh, it's nice to be with them. And the way, the way what we call it is I'm with La Banda. Like I'm with the people on the street. I live the struggle. We all help each other. It just so happens I look a little different. I talk different. That's really, that's the end of it. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you're, you're the one of them. Yeah. I, I'd like to think so. I feel that yeah. way. You're right, some listen. other, some other dude there. Yeah. There dude, are a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. There are lots of Mexicans that aren't with them. Like this country is a, um, a classist place. So it's less important that where I come from than, than, than how much money you have and, how, and like how you have this degrees of respect in society. So just because I look a certain way, come from a certain place, once you get to know that I'm with you, like I understand that like poverty and marginalization and struggle. So just because I look a certain way and I come from a certain place, then usually that might mean something. Well, not always. So that's how I created my community because I am with them. Like I actually am with the struggle. I am with the people who have to struggle. That makes my life beautiful. It's a lot better than being rich, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And I mean, that gives you, you know, kind of the freedom to do anything too at the same time to be able to just go and um i mean have you, you gone gone around and traveled around the area gone are you kind of stay stay near to the where you are i i i either like to stay in my barrio i live right near centro my town the center so everything's where I, everything's pretty close i either like to stay in my barrio or the neighboring barrios or I like to um, go to a neighboring town uh, and hang out at those barrios because then I, I have a really good time just being the weirder white guy in the street, eating stuff and hanging out. Uh, or uh, I'm not a big fan of Mexico City, too big for me. I like small places. Or I just travel around the country. So I've had the opportunity because of my story and my work, and I know we're going to talk about it, but I have all these books that I published about my journey of healing. And uh, I mean, I live in Mexico, I got to go on tour, I got to go places, I got to meet people, I get to speak, I get to earn some money. So I travel around the country uh, and I've been to many beautiful places and many amazing places in this country that you guys don't hear about north of the border or you hear bad things about. But I've had a good experience almost everywhere I went, even when it's been in the midst of bad things. Yeah. And, you know, when people say there's bad stuff around, it's kind of nice uh so i i lived in portland oregon for over 30 years and the governor back in i think the 70s had a saying you know visit but don't stay and um you know once it became like one of the best places to live then like you know secret got out then like everyone came in so it's kind of nice like yeah there's all this crap happening down here like I don't come down here. Don't come on down. But uh, and then just get to to live live the the nice life. And um, so, what's your favorite mode of transportation for getting around and seeing whatever? Okay, so I I'm gonna expose my privilege here. Oh, okay. No, it's just the way it is. I mean, what am I? I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, sure. Like. 
most people either have their own cars. Usually they have money for that or, or they have a car that's kind of broken down, but it's running. Uh, or you can um, lots of little mini buses that take people places. Uh, and that's normal. Like I, I take those. But if I'm going to go anywhere, really, I'll just take a taxi or like a Uber style kind of ride service because I don't like being cramped. Uh, if I have to go somewhere and that's the option, then I take it. But if I have the choice and I have the money, I'd rather uh, travel to like the next town over in a taxi and pay, you know, the 200 pesos, which a lot of money for some people. And I know the struggle, but just because I earn dollars and that's how I, I survive, I have to just remember that I have that privilege to do that and not everyone does. So the truth is the truth. So have you kind of gotten smartened up to the taxi drivers and stuff of, uh, you know, someone or, or kind of anyone trying to get over on you? With you know, you have, the thing is, is that you have to um, expect that people who have struggled for lots of things and they view by just because of TV and the media and movies and all this and the government, they, they view somebody that might look different as having more money. It's just the way it is. Uh, but uh, I had a funny experience where I was in the city that's near here because I live in an isolated town. And I, I already knew the prices of the taxi, right? And the guy's like, I was like, I need to go to this place. And he's like, 200 pesos. And I was like, listen, buddy, I know I'm a gringo, but I freaking love Mexico and I've lived here for a while. So I know for a fact that it don't cost no freaking 200 pesos to take me there. It costs 60. Are we going? He said, see, so I got in the taxi and he took me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay this guy 100 pesos, just the 40 pesos as a tip. Because uh, I figured someone is going to try to do that. Either it's just trying to like get a little extra money, not because they're a bad person. Maybe they want to like, maybe they have a problem. Maybe they see an opportunity. Maybe they have a sick child. Like who the hell do you have for my to, to like come to their country and then just like not respect it? Maybe someone has a problem. So I figured 100 pesos. 60 plus the 40, fist bump, everyone's sure. happy. Yeah. So I'll tell you, I'll tell, I'll, oh, sorry, I'll tell you one time I was in the Czech Republic and I was asked with by a taxi driver, which I don't know if you know this about the Czech Republic. That happens a lot. So I was messed with by a taxi driver who tried to take advantage of me and he ended up leaving me on the side of the road. It was asked up. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Where, well where were you coming back from? Or where oh, are you headed? I, I was in Prague and I was heading to someone's house that I was going to stay at. Yeah, I traveled all over the world before I came to Mexico. So, yeah. yeah. So then uh, when you're down there um, in Mexico, so you said you were uh, you were taking the taxi. And so with the taxi, um, are you like, are you go like, are you, do you have a, do you walk around then once you get to the city or do you just take you right to the place or how, what's your, your style? Oh, I, I like to uh, see everything that I possibly can wherever I am. So I walk around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, but also I'm a creature of habit. So one I, once I, I mean, this, this applies to 
any city I go to in the world, and I've been to a lot of them uh, for periods of time. So, like, if I don't go somewhere for a year and then I go back to that city, I'll go to the same places. And they, they remember me because look, look at me, right? They remember me and like this crazy guy comes in and yeah, I make it a, I make it my my part of my plan to go to the same places, see the same people because that creates a security culture. It creates like a warmth. It creates like a sense of um, like, like connection. Like even though I don't know their names and I don't know their names, but every year I go to this spot or this, or this store or this, I go to the same places again and again, that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you, do you have people that come down and visit you or you just kind of gotten on onto your own now? Uh, the thing is, I sort of lost everybody in my life because of some bad things that happened. Sure. And uh, no, no one has ever come to visit me. And that's okay because fuck them. Like yeah. I didn't leave the United States because uh, I wanted to. So it's funny, dude. All the time people say shit like to me, like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. I'm like, oh yeah, you're jealous of me. Great. That's great. I wish I was with you. I was just, I was like, oh yeah. Let me tell you something. All you have to do to start a new life here, a new country, yeah, say anywhere. Have to go to the tropics, warm all the time. Everything's different. All you have to do is have your entire life get destroyed, lose everything you have, be be uh, given ultimatums by your family. You do this or else. Being told by the people, shut your mouth or else, or we'll do this to you. Like, all right, okay. So, I'll be a crazy person. I'll leave. I'll get away from all this shit. I'll go somewhere else with nothing. I'll start a new life in a place I don't speak the language from scratch. And then I'll build a new life. And then I'll start smiling again. I'll start having my roses and my cats and some friends. And it's warm. I can do whatever I want. If you're jealous of that, great. You can't have the result without doing the, the process. And if you can't have the result without doing the process, stay the F away from me because we have nothing in common. Thank you. Good. Did, did you fly down there or drive down there? Uh, oh, man, like it's uh, uh, all sorts of different ways. I walked across many times. I've flown, taken buses. Yeah. So you've gone from, uh, when, ah, okay. I've been to the States a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm fine. I just don't want to. I don't, I'm from the Northeast, so I don't want to go back to where terrible people are. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I work in the Southwest, depending. I go to do stuff, yeah. If I feel safe, yeah. 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 And so oh, that's what I was gonna ask about. So re you were down there during uh the last like whatever three three years or whatever with all that stuff going oh, on. Yeah. What was that like? Uh I had lived here for six months when the pandemic started. And uh oh dude, talk about a a trip. Yeah. Like, our town was like uh, barricaded. We only have, uh, we live in a valley surrounded by mountains. So there's very few ways to actually get into the town. Uh, so all the roads were barricaded and blocked by armed soldiers because the townspeople told the government 
if you don't prevent people from other cities coming to our town making us you know sick you know we're gonna do it ourselves and so the, wow. the, the oh yeah yeah the, the national guard came and, and they set up blockades and checkpoints and uh yeah because i i live here but i didn't have a specific resident papers for my town and everything was closed yeah i couldn't get in and out for months uh if i if I wanted to, uh, I could sneak in like in the middle of the night, like I did a bunch of times, or I'd sneak out and then I'd um, take a little like miniature, a little little mini bus from one of the barrios. They're not checking for for anybody in that. That's what I did. Uh, that's what I did. And you know, there were lots of other. Most people from other countries left. They went back to the, their countries, but I stayed. I had a unique experience because I was surrounded by people who were locked in here with me, other people from Mexico and other Latin Americans, and then the local people. And it was just our town for months and months and months. And I mean, seriously, thank the heavens that happened because I was forced to become part of this. I had no way out, nowhere to go, no nothing. These were my people and I was just theirs. Super cool, painful, difficult, hard, awesome, super cool. So, I mean, did, I don't know, because, yeah, I mean, I was, I was all over during that. I was, uh, like, where I was, it didn't, nothing really changed. Nothing uh, changed here either, except we couldn't get in and out. Yeah. Just couldn't get in and out. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to start saying all this shit publicly that people freak out, but, dude, uh, we hardly ever wore masks. Almost no one I know was injected. We never changed a freaking thing about what we did. We all hang out the whole time, smoking and like yeah, kissing and partying. And dude, almost nothing happened to anyone I know. No one got treated. It was crazy. But we're in an isolated place. You know, the water we drink is like full of the minerals from the mountain, is volcanic water. We live in a magical place. So maybe we just were all blessed energetically. I don't know. But that's what happened. Yeah. Are there any hot springs around there? If you got some, are there like I don't know if there are hot springs in Mexico. Oh yeah, in that state there are hot springs, and the next town over there are hot springs. I don't think there are hot springs in this town, but you can go up into the mountain. They have pools of water in the mountain. Uh, we drink the water directly from the ground without being treated here. Um, cool. Yeah, it's it's cleaned by the by the ports and the mountain rock. But I'm not going to show you right now, but right across from my terrace, there's a mountain that's on fire. So currently everyone's oh. sick. Yeah, everyone's sick because um, the smoke is in the air and uh, it's making everyone's throats like tighten up and everyone's got lumps, like these pains. And even right now I feel it too. So yeah, but yeah, it's a very amazing spiritual place. I mean, bad things happen around here. But also lots of beautiful things happen and we have to just live in the moment and be grateful. Yeah. So okay. what what's what's the advantage to living in the moment for, for everything to you? Well, I've been I've been sort of of the understanding that I was gonna die for a long time. And then like because of some reasons. And then um I got used to being <laughs> I got used to being alive. So, you know, so I just kind of keep going, right? And uh, I've been threatened a lot and a lot of things happened that would have um, made my life really difficult. But then I stopped giving a fuck 
And I realized like, so what? Uh, I, I love myself. I learned to be happy with myself and I want to enjoy all the beautiful things that are around me. And if I can just invest myself in like being an honorable person and do everything I possibly can in the moment to connect, to be kind, to, you know, resolve there's issues, to be loving, to embrace, to be honorable, then, then that's going to be okay. And, and, you know, if that results in me, like going to sleep at night, you know, peacefully or somehow, and I have, I have a little food in me and I can wake up in the morning and my eyes open automatically, like not because I'm trying them open like this, but they just open up on their own. And uh, that's enough of a reason for me to respect that living in this present moment, which is all any of us can do. You know, it's actually beautiful. It hurts, right. but so what? I mean, it's better to feel uh, the full spectrum of emotion and like recognize it and acknowledge it and be accept it and then keep going then to succumb to it yeah i think so yeah i mean you can't really know how good that high high is if you haven't hit that low low oh dude straight up i mean i only want to surround myself with people who have been through living hell if you don't know about losing shit like being destroyed i mean how can you relate with me so yeah sure i mean it, it's yeah attract each other yeah you know you gotta you gotta have that part. And it's part of a story. It makes makes you want to write. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. That's how I, that's how yeah. I go and uh segue into that. So that's what's what, up. What did you what did you want to write? What was the first thing when when you got your new existence? in place what was the first right. thing you wrote first first oh, sentence oh shit i can't answer that specifically but i'm going to tell you something about this sure uh, before i lost everything i was already like a semi-successful author uh and i wrote about mental health recovery and i had I written a workbook that's been uh sold like ten thousand copies and it's in eight different languages but I also had my life collapse. It was all sort of connected. So while I was homeless, and I was homeless for a year, I mean, let's be straight, uh, I was a victim of retaliation. Some people uh, needed me to shut my mouth straight up simply because I was an honest person. I mean, look at me smile. Like, I smile. I'm not like, like I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I, 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 I learned to smile when I talked about the fact that some people decided to try to get rid of me, to set me up. And I'm like, okay, well, you failed. And so, yeah. But so and here's about, about, yeah, about the books, right? Pardon talking me. about it is yeah. important. So I figured if I'm just a bad person and everyone's not going to like me and I'll leave my country, I'm going to write a new book called The Craig Lewis Guide to Surviving the Impossible. And so this is what I first published after I like survived homelessness and lived, got my house here. A guide to survive the impossible, which is um, uh, it's um, a workbook which it has my memoir, I guess you could call it, infused into it. Meaning a workbook with passages about my life experience, but also uh, worksheets and questions to help people work through their stuff uh, with poems as well. And uh, yeah, uh, and so I broke all those sort of conventional publishing norms: the selfie on the back cover. Uh, I named the book after myself. You know what I'm saying? 
And so, uh, yeah, that's what I did. And I figured, hey, if a bunch of people don't like me or they don't, you know, whatever, well, $13.99 and you can know the story because if you're Googling me or you're my family or some sort of lawyer, well, I'm like, ta-da! <laughs> I'm like, ha-ha-ha! You know, that worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> and that's usually the part where you kind of get the the most real. I mean, uh, once everything's fucking like, you know what? Well, I got one last shot. Just fuck it. Let's let's go. Let's do this. It's going to maybe piss off a lot of people. And I did the same thing in, in wrestling. And that's what fucking that's the thing that fucking clicked the most with people was when I did that. And I pissed off a lot of people. But that was the most impactful thing I did was once I lost everything. Yeah. And yeah. Fucking A, dude. Respect. Fucking A. And so, <laughs> so you, you got the book out. And then uh, what happened once the book was out? How much of a, a burden was off, lifted from you? How, I mean. Uh, dude, I'm suffering. Like, yes, I'm smiling. And it's, it's awesome. What I, I'm, I'm proud of myself. But I'm still living with the burden. I mean. Sure. Like, that's why I have to live in the moment. But, but I mean, I fucking did it. I like did, I keep doing things to make my life better. I keep creating things that can help other people. I keep trying to help other people have opportunities to like make their lives better. I basically have created a business, like a surrounding, like how I was called a bad person and I'm a crazy person, all these things. I'm like, okay, next. Like there's 7 billion people on this planet. I need to just stop paying attention to the people who don't know what the F they're talking about. And those people just so happen to be people with power and people with money and influence and all this shit. So what can I say? Ta-da. Yeah, here it is. You know, like not everyone's going to like you. And a lot, a lot of people don't like me for being me, but I'm happy and whatever. And honest. A lot of people, a lot of people don't like honest and the truth. They they don't like hearing that because, yeah, that, it can be a tough pill to swallow. But when you like to fuck tell it like it is, you tell it like it is, and what the fuck ever, what the yeah, fuck, ever? like it's cathartic. Listen to everyone out there who uh, is in a situation, and you're like, okay. It looks like my life's going to collapse, or I got to do this, some crazy shit. Just fucking do it. Like, if you don't like the people in your life, you don't like where you live, and you don't like what you're doing, and you're angry at this, and these people don't want you to hear all this bullshit, what are you fighting for? If your ship is going to sink, you might as well, like, like make that rock. Like, like use that, use that, that, that sinking ship as your life raft, and then when that sinks, you know, maybe you're going to find a log or a dolphin, or maybe you're going to get eaten by a shark. But it's better than just throwing your hands in the air or rolling over and letting other people who have their own issues, their own problems, just take, 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 take you out. I don't think so. I don't think so. Start grabbing, grabbing yeah. on you and pulling you under, pulling you under. And, yeah. Uh, you, uh, knock them the fuck out, I guess, you know, and then just swim off on your own way. Go do your own thing. You know what? Uh, believe in miracles. Like, why not? 
Like, does anyone, can anyone really tell anybody that they know better than anyone else? Do you really know the history of the universe? Like we have science, right? But there's lots of things we don't know. How do you, how do we know anything? How do I know that right where I am, I'm not sitting around with the ancestors of, of my family or of your family or of the people of this land? How, I don't know nothing other than what I do know. So if I believe that like, I'm here for a reason. If you believe as the person listening to these words, that you exist for a reason, that you were born not just to be a pincushion, that you were born not just to be a toilet, that you were born not just to die and be subservient, no matter who is trying to do what to you. If you believe that you you took that first breath, not as a property of someone or, 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 or anything that someone owns, but someone who is a, a free being, just like a cat or a dog or a raccoon or a lizard, that's gonna live their life because that's the gift they were given, then take that opportunity no matter what, and run with it. Just like a wild animal. That's all we are at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking wild animals, man, is what we what we are, who we are, what we do. And what, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Who's going to say no? Who's going to say no, you can't be a wild animal because you are a wild animal. You can't, yeah. you can't say, don't be a wild animal, but you are a wild animal. So fuck it. Fuck it. Don't, fuck that. Yeah. you like. Don't don't hurt other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't 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 be just don't be harmful. You know we're all gonna be harmful in some way, but like don't be intentionally cruel. Try to fix your mistakes. Try to make amends. Try to be honorable. Like like accept when you're wrong. Apologize if you can. Like fix shit. You don't have to live. You don't have to create your own uh your own grave. You know. But also remember that um. All human beings live in a delusion because if you actually like accepted at what you saw in front of you and the things you know about as as uh, like uh, what it really is, like murders, destruction, war, all this shit's happening all around us. And we just kind of make believe and we make believe because we have to. So we all live in this reality that is this forced reality. But well, just because you have to live in that doesn't mean you have to adhere to it. So when you don't adhere to it, then you become a crazy person or a bad person. You get isolated. So what? It's better than living in a forced illusion that like everything's okay. No, everything's not okay. You are just forced to accept that to get through the day. But if you actually talk to yourself about it, you're like shit, we're all fucked. So don't be fucked. Be happy and do good with your community. Accept people, embrace them, love them, tell them to fuck off when you need to, and keep going. Do the right thing. And if you're fortunate, then tomorrow's going to come. It's going to be a better day. That's what I can, that's what I have to say about that. And let's fucking end it right there. That's perfect. I uh, love yeah. it. Um, so, uh, Gregorio, um, where are people going to find you? Where are they, they going to buy your book? Uh, where where are they going to do anything? Uh, well, where are they going to do anything is not in my control. But what I can tell you is if you want to get this book or any other of the books I've authored, then at this point in time, you can go to my website. I'm going to give you a special link because my website's being rebuilt. Yeah. Woo. My, yeah. Because my website's being rebuilt right now. So until it's ready, it's not going to be ready. So you can go to this special link and that's where you can find all my books. Sanity is a full-time job.org slash collections slash 
Craig's, my name in English, C-R-A-I-G-S dash books, B-O-O-K-S. Sanity the full-time job dot org slash collections slash Craig's, C-R-A-I-G-S dash books, B-O-O-K-S. And I'm throwing this up in the description so you guys can check it out there too. So uh, Gregorio, Craig, thank you so much. Awesome getting to talk to you. Very much enjoyed it. And uh, go out and, you know, fucking live, fucking live it, live it, live it, live it, learn it, love it, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever you up. do, whatever you do, just fucking enjoy that. I don't even know what day it is. I have a you broken. Don't need, yeah, do you need to? I don't need to know. I have a broken toe, so the past few days I've been walking around real slow, just being local gringo and doing my thing, and I'm having a great time, smiling at people, talking to people. That's what I'm gonna go do right now too. Yeah, but you, you know, you know what? When you are walking around really slow in a place, that's where you see everything when you're walking really slow that's where you're going to see everything you're going to see everything you're going to get the most interaction with anyone yeah so fucking go enjoy that i love my people man i love my people i love i love my people yeah that's what it's about all right hey well Bye. have a great great fucking day we'll, we'll talk soon thank you so much bye-bye peace bye-bye uh that was gregorio man fucking yeah, well, you got to hear that, man. Go out and be fucking happy and buy his book. Check out his stuff. I'll put it in the link uh, or in the description. I'll put the link in the description. You can just click on it. That's all you have to do. It's not hard. You know, can do that. Fucking crackhead down the street can do it. You can do it. Uh, anyway, so you guys, um, thanks for listening to the Public Access Podcast on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network brought to you by Stoner Eats. And you guys, um, that is the show, man. Um, boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest. Ernest. Ernest! <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>